Estancia, New Mexico. I think that's how you say it. That's where I'm at. Estancia, Nuevo Mexico. Um, welcome. Welcome to this next episode of What Would Will Smith Do? World's Weirdest Podcast. Um, let me look up what rule number I'm on. Um, I think I'm on rule 14 right now. The Stoics, 50 Rules of Stoicism for a Better Life by Ryan Holiday, right? Uh, and I'll get to the rule. No, I already did 14. Okay. 15, I guess. All right, cool. So let me see. There's a lot. I There's a lot I want to say. There's a lot I want to talk about. A lot of things that I feel. You know, it's, you know, waking up to depression, waking up to darkness is just such a weird, tough battle. Um, and, uh, and it's just like, and, and I realize everything comes down to, and I keep repeating this throughout my episodes, but everything really comes down to like the very fundamental, basic things in life. Like life is at, you know, at the end, it's actually not as complicated as people think it is. It's actually incredibly simple. We're born, so we're alive or conscious, so choose consciousness. So anything that enhances consciousness, do that. And so support life. Don't give up on life. Don't take life. Don't harm life. Create life. And that's it. Uh, with that said, I don't know where to start really with this podcast besides the way I just started. Um, I'm uh, right now at this little circular spiritual place or I don't know what you would call it. Uh, ritual site maybe where people just leave things behind. They come here for answers and then they leave things behind. It's gorgeous, by the way. Absolutely gorgeous, this place. Um you know, so I'm, I'm at this ritual site, ritual site, and then I'm looking down on some beautiful hills, and they're very green. The weather's just perfect, and um, yeah, and I don't know. Um, I think my personally, for me <coughs> personally, the, I don't know, like it's so tough to even like <laughs> form a complete sentence right now because there's like so many things that I want to discuss, I guess, so many things that, so my mind, or my heart, more importantly, it's how I feel, it's not what I'm thinking, it's how we feel, okay, how about, not I, it's we, like, how we sometimes feel down, depressed, not motivated, or we feel broken, and, um, you know, what to do, and it's scary as heck, you know, um, when you feel that way. It's, you know, all I, all I know is, like, how insanely scary it is. I feel like a bad guy. I feel like a broken person, you know. And I was listening to uh, Oprah's uh, podcast just now, right before this. And this was, like, one of those, what I call them disturbing episodes, where, like, she talks about women who have been, you know, um, robbed, raped, murdered. Well, they didn't talk to people who were, women who were murdered. But they were talking about cases where that happened, I guess, or... And it's just, uh, okay, let me let Chiquito, don't go too far, Chico, okay? Um, and I guess, oh, come here, come here. So I guess 
um he just jumped up on my lap um i guess those episodes are just so hard to listen to it's just because you get reminded that the world does have those uh people the people who do those uh, who commit those crimes they're sort of we have to talk about this in a way where we solve it and i think oprah is doing a huge part in solving you know the the attacks on women um by giving like really good advice and 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 i like and i need to listen to it i force myself to listen to it because even though it's so hard to hear um incredibly difficult to hear but it's also because the advice that she gives could come in handy for when i need to give my daughter's advice on how to protect themselves so i i sort of force myself to listen to it but it's tough because i'm in a beautiful place Woke up sort of in a dark place because I don't know. Um, uh, I I drank last night and then sometimes the day after just rough, you know, just lots of guilt and stuff. Like I shouldn't be doing that or, well, I should be whatever running. I should be exercising, but it's like, but all these things are sort of, um, they're sort of um, an illusion. I need to remember that meaning. Our mind can create a reality that's not com- that's not true at all. So, <clears throat> like I have been working out for the last year and a half, almost steadily, very steadily, and and but like it's so incredible, amazing to me that I can wake up one day and feel like I haven't worked out in in in, in decades, and um, and that uh, my health is deteriorating. It's like there's all these images and all these feelings come to you that are not based on truth, and. And that is to me incredible, and you sort of can't snap out of it. So that's why I do this podcast, you know, to sort of help myself snap out of it, because it helps. This or therapy has the same effect, really. Actually, this might be a little bit better, or maybe I don't know. It's tough to say what what's more effective. I guess the the benefit, the pros of doing a podcast to with yourself, to yourself, for yourself, um, is that you. You don't have somebody who can judge you. Like even your therapist, there's a possibility they're sitting there and obviously they're listening objectively and and they're kind and all that stuff. Um, but you know, it's still another person you have to tell this to. You know, so when you're doing this podcast, it's sort of like a little bit more feels a little bit more intimate, I guess, with yourself. And uh, you know, at least a podcast that doesn't have a lot of listeners or any listeners for that matter. But um, but I wonder if it would it should change or would change or should change if there was a, a lot of listeners, you know. I wonder if that, you know. But anyhow, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is don't lose sight of the signs in life. Yes, oh, that made me feel better already. Meaning you can wake up in a dark, dark place, but you sort of have to also pay attention. It's only fair to pay attention to the progress you've made, pay attention to the blessings that have come your way, those signs that life is sort of supporting you, they're cheering you on. Like life, the universe hasn't given up on you. And um, and I think that's, that's important to like do that every day. I don't think this is something you can afford. Chico, no. Uh, I don't think that's something you can afford uh, to skip, um, I can't at least, you know, if I go too many days in this darkness, I'm in trouble, you know, uh, emergency session with my therapist, whatever, 
but it's like but i've been very successful in sort of defeating depression i should be depressed you know like 39 years old lost job lost you know relationship well, uh, almost wife type relationship um you know then the whole situation with the kids that she had that got very close to me um and i got close to them which they by the way are with me in estancia new mexico this beautiful beautiful place um but that my point is you know i should be like not be able to get out of bed but i've been sort of doing it i've been sort of working out so i'm not saying i'm killing it that like dwayne the rock johnson you know but i am doing the best i can with what i have with the energy that i have and i think i'm i need to re- rem- remember that i need to it's important to learn to figure out and it's important to figure out how to remember that too it's not just the fact that you have to remember it but you have to figure out how it is to me like so right now with this podcast that's my how when as i talk to you the weird thing is that things sort of become brighter again you know so it's because as i'm talking things out and i kind of like realize oh okay i um you know i grow i i woke up in this dark place but then if I look at all the signs that are like that that things are actually going forward and that things are good, then I sort of like feel better. I'm like, okay, you know, I got Checo who's like incredibly loving and like I, I don't understand it. I get mad, <laughs> upset with him when he pee, pees or poops in the wrong place, but he loves me like like it's not even normal. Um, it is normal. Every dog is like that, obviously, with you know their owner, but. You know, I'm just just impressed with the amount of love. You know, he has Checo, no, Checo, no, Checo, no. He's trying to chase the fly. Uh, I'm just impressed with the amount of love he has. It's in, it's incredible. Um, so I have this adorable, adorable uh, little fairy friend. Um, you know, I love him because he's so loyal and so kind and so loving. Checo, don't go after the fly. Then I have my kids with me. I'm showing them New Mexico, and they're actually sort of uh, enjoying themselves. They're sort of like, uh, you know, which is surprising. Um, you know, so, you know, we had a great day yesterday, and, and yeah, everything is just um, just really good. And then I got that teaching gig that, I don't know if I'm, I've talked about this on a different uh, episode, but I'll be teaching in Bahrain, in Bahrain, uh, uh, so I'll be a coding instructor, but part of the darkness is also like this morning I get an email saying like, "Hey, have you signed the documents, the contract, whatever?" But it was just like, like this this tone of some of these emails where like I I feel like I messed up, or they have to remind me of something, and and it just brings back this this like almost like traumatic um, feeling of my last job where they let me go after a year nine months where I was making a lot of mistakes. My boss was very disapproved. Uh, was just his, I don't know, his energy was just like so eerie. Um, he just didn't like me. And, and it was just, it was just like, that shit is a nightmare. When you're at a job where the boss doesn't like you and you're trying to be, to do your best. And, 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 and it's just, you know, and you keep making mistakes that you don't understand why you're making them. No, check all. No. Um, why are you making them? You don't know why and then your boss is sort of like not on your case he wasn't on my case he was it was just like this he was on my case at times like every monday we would meet and 
all he would do is point at all the negatives. Never a positive comment, by the way. So anyway, so that left some, you know, scars. And then, and then this new job. So anything that reminds me of that, that this could happen again, sort of really um, scares me. Like, oh shit, what if this is exactly the same thing? You know, they're going to be disappointed with me. And I am scared that that will happen, that there's something wrong with me on a mental level and, and I'm making all these mistakes, which I don't understand how and why, which I was never like that. It's sort of like that dream. The, I have a recurring dream and I, I assume, <coughs> excuse me, other people have the same type of dream or similar. Um, at least some people I know for sure. It's where you're floating, but you're trying to get on the ground, like you don't have traction, you don't have control. So you're trying, like you in the dream, you're floating and, and like it's just like you don't have control because you're like not on the ground. So you can't run fast if you wanted to. You can't stop easily. So that dream, I'm living that nightmare of a dream now, I feel like. It's like I lose control of my life in a way. Like it feels like I'm making these mistakes and I don't know how and why and, and how to stop it. And, and it's just an, almost like nightmarish. Um, and... And it's just like, I don't know, but I know one thing. The funny thing is from all, from all the fears and all the theories and all, all the things that, you know, you might think, you know, you know, at the end, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's a new day, even the, the, the day doesn't even end. Um, at, at the end, I cannot give up, you know, at the end, it's as simple as that It's whatever this is. I got to work with it. I got to figure it out. And I got to move forward. That's all I know. Like, you know, let's leave complex thinking behind, complex theories behind, spirituality behind, religion behind, whatever else you have behind. And just like, well, you know, I have this thing going on. I don't know. You know, I'm making these mistakes. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I have a hard time, not a hard time. I had a hard time keeping a job because of it, which is scary as hell. And then, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the meaning of this is, but I trust that the meaning will make sense or reveal itself eventually. For now, I'm just going to do my best. And that's it. That's all I can do. And uh, so anyway, um, so life's ups, ups and downs. And you also got to remember back to feeling waking up in a depressed dark place um remember how many times it has passed right where you did feel like that and it has passed 100 percent of the time 100 percent. the success rate is 100 percent. where like no one really unless you're not alive and you're still here and you're still breathing that darkness that fear didn't materialize you know so remember that as well so Anyhow, um, maybe I should get to the rule, <coughs> rule 15, right? Don't compare yourself to others. Um, damn it, I had a good episode on that, or not, I don't know if it's good. Uh, I don't know if these episodes could be considered good at all, but um, I had an episode on that. But then when I listened back to it, it had too much of the, uh, had too much of a wind noise, um, wind, wind background sound. Um you know, I was recording it uh, on the beach. I guess it was a windy day, so you couldn't hear anything. So, so I had a whole thing on this. Uh, don't compare yourself to others and social media. Um, it's hurting me a lot. This is a, something that affects me quite, for sure, more than I think the average person. I think I think I'm like in the 90th percentile in the, in a bad way, 
where I, com- I compare myself to others, especially celebrities, because I feel like they're God's chosen people. Love, God loves them, chose them, you know, to represent his goodness. And then the rest of us are sort of like, I don't know. Um, I feel at least I'm, I'm the one that's just an idiot, broken. And God is like, oh, my God, this guy, you know, like he's so full of himself, you know, and uh, it's okay, it's okay. Um, so, um, yeah, so I do that. So I compare myself to others, (coughs) excuse me. And, um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is, um, uh, this rule I think is very applicable towards social media. Um, and social media, meaning like, uh, that was a very broad statement, um, meaning, Social media is all about comparing yourself to others. That's that's it. Uh, I mean, it's hard not to. Uh, you can't watch everybody's great posts, where they are, and all that stuff. The great partner they have, the great vacation they're on, and all that stuff, and not compare it to something. But to them, I'm not really comparing myself to. To be honest, honestly, I I could care less about the people who post a lot about vacation pictures and because uh, I know that's not happiness. I know that too. So I do compare myself to some of the. I think more of the celebrities, I think, than anything. Ben Diesel was at a Formula One race. And that was like, I compared myself to him. I, I sort of felt envy, for sure, because I'm, I'm a big Formula One fan. I wish I was there. I wish I could afford to be there. But he gets any tour he wants of that place, you know. And it is, you know, and I'm happy for him, though. I'm learning. I'm not bitter. I'm not angry, honestly. It's just you get hurt, and there's a moment where, like, and I'm not saying it's a good feeling, where you feel like, I guess, a little bit of jealousy, envy, and then, but at the end, and there's that at the end part again, it's this realization, I'm realizing as I get older, that, um, that what's that called, um, to be happy for others, especially they are where they are, where you want, where you could possibly be in the future, because I realize this is so incredibly important as I get older, and I wish I understood this as a young person, because you want to be, act the way you want others to act towards you when you're in their position. Does that make sense? Like, you want to act the way, um, you want to act the way you want somebody else to look at your story. And how would they, how would you want them to, like, best case scenario, to feel and react to your story? And that's what I do a lot now on Instagram, especially. I react to people's posts the way I wish people would react to mine, I guess. Or I hope that people would uh, uh, react to my wow this is so beautiful right now um, I, I tried to go for a jog but it wasn't happening so I just started walking and I'm and, and, and Benji's like oh why didn't you finish the run he, like I guess he didn't understand that and I think a lot of people might think like oh you just you know chickened out or whatever no I've had some of the best runs the day after I, a failed run not failed is not the right word. A run where I didn't feel it. Right? Like I started running and I didn't feel it. I stopped, which hasn't happened often. It's ha- honestly, as I would say, one percent. Let's say five percent of the time of all my runs I aborted. So, and I try not to feel guilty. The, the the practice there is that how can I abort this without feeling guilty, but without it also affecting my long term workout goals you know like like i shouldn't stop working out because i boarded this you know so uh the number of times that i 
aborted a run but then the next day i ran more than ever before it was quite you know there was a few times so so i know it's not necessarily a bad thing so if you don't feel it it's fine you know how they say and i totally agree like getting to the gym is sort of like half the you know half of the workout or whatever um and i'm sure it could be looked at in another way where it's that, that sounds horrible but but just sometimes just getting out of the house just go trying for the run that's already that's already like that is like the most important part like you didn't just sit there and, and not even try to open the door not even try to walk out the door and don't even try to move your legs faster <laughs> um i feel i feel like my tone is very monotone like my my voice right now um anyhow um so i got this teaching gig in bahrain i gotta prepare for it i'm so nervous because he just sent me the things i need to prepare for and he's like preparation is key and all that stuff and um so i'm like shit uh and i'm right now on vacation because i would start preparing except for like i'm on vacation and it's going to be tough to prepare now so i have to sort of trust the universe and myself more importantly uh well it's the same thing really honestly um that when I get back from vacation, which I have a little bit of time between then and the trip, that um, the flight, that what's that called, um, that I can prepare enough. One of the sections about a, a coding language and framework I've never worked with, so I'm like, fuck. I'm super nervous. Uh, I hope I do a good job. I pray I do a good job because, like, I don't know how many of those failures I can take. Not failures, those those jobs were like i do a horrible job and it's like it feels like i'm living my nightmare um i don't know how many of those i can take so i gotta i gotta do a good job with this um and i need and, and look i do hope and pray and that i find my inner true self and that i develop some that there's something i know there's something there where I can, I can, where my work is sort of aligned with my passion and I can make money doing it. Um, I've told you guys this before. Obviously, it would be beyond amazing um, if, if the podcast would make money, right? That would be like, like a win, 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 win for everybody and especially for my life, you know. So, but anyway, so my point is, but till then, till I find that passion and make some money, which again, I, you know what? I don't think I phrased that correctly, but there's no until then. Um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is I need to make money. As I'm saying this, I think I'm, I'm realizing a few things. I'm realizing that I just need to do whatever makes me feel alive and whatever um, I enjoy. And even if it doesn't make money, I got to figure out that part somehow and, and sort of just dive into it i think that's the key and what i guess what i was trying to say is i need an income <laughs> really at the end of the day and, and teaching coding teaching coding um would be i think a good source better than that nine to five as a developer uh so you know so i would um so i would love to have teaching as sort of my you know uh, source of source of income till i figure out what exactly I, uh, you know, I need to do to make uh, to make a living doing something that I love. 
Anyhow, I'm gonna log off. I uh, needed this podcast really this episode. I feel I feel better. I do. I do feel better objectively. Am I on top of the world better? No. Uh, am I better off than before I recorded? Yes. Um, between the walk and this episode and check on my lab, uh, I think I feel better. And um, so keep going. Don't give up. All right. Let's do this. Like. Even when things make no sense and everything seems to be bad, if you will, keep going. As long as you're breathing, there's more right with you than wrong. So let's go. All right. Bye.